from the creator of the award-winning Remarkable Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Hey, welcome to For the Record, episode 26. Carm Capriato here, and in just a few seconds, Derek Kaufman has a dose of wisdom on start-stop technology. You know, it's so cool to have you here and engaged with your fellow automotive aftermarket colleagues. This podcast resource is the perfect way to learn new things and get inspiring ideas and perspectives to improve your personal and business world. Hey, I hope you're listening on your mobile smart device. You know, 60% of podcasts are listened to while mobile. Now, my app page on the website has all you need to know about going mobile. Also, if you could share this with a friend, I'd be thankful. You know, so many more aftermarket professionals need to know of this excellent resource of everything automotive aftermarket. Now, listen to Derek Kaufman, a managing partner at Schwartz Advisors and a well-connected aftermarket professional. Hey, Derek's a big thinker. Stretch your thinking because he brings some facts and his thoughts to start stop technology. Remember, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media LLC. Hey, don't forget, I'm giving away some cool podcast swag, a coffee mug and a mouse pad in December 2018. And to enter, go to remarkableresults.biz slash swag. And at the end of Derek's perspective, listen for the special code. Now, Derek Kaufman, for the record. Hey there. Thanks for listening today. I'd like to take a few minutes to talk about the unintended consequences of federally mandated mileage reporting regulations and the aftermarket opportunities they represent for proactive service shop owners. You might remember Volkswagen's small uh, problem a few years ago with their diesel engines. They were caught by the EPA and other European regulators using hardware and software that would allow their cars to pass emission regulations during testing, but then turn off for better performance once out on the open road. And of course, they tried to cover that up. Well, that little episode has reportedly cost Volkswagen over $30 billion total, with $7 billion paid to U.S. owners of over 300,000 cars, which are now sitting in 37 different holding lots around the United States, being managed by an outside firm that is doing a 30-day maintenance cycle on all of the cars until they can be updated with new software and sold back into the used car market. Meanwhile, just this week, there were reports of some problems with the new software, but I'm sure VW will get that sorted. The software that allowed VW to pass the test didn't really make that much difference in the performance of the cars from a mileage or a power perspective. The folks at uh, cars.com brought a TDI wagon from VW's refurbishment program sporting the new software. They found that the updated car did 37 miles per gallon on the highway cycle of the test versus 39 on the original spec and 32 miles per gallon on the combined urban highway cycle versus 33 on the original test. In a 135-mile urban and highway run, the team ran a TDI before the fix and got 44.2 miles per gallon, and after the fix, they got 42.4 miles per gallon. Before the fix, 135.4 horsepower, and after the fix, 133.1. And the great irony of the situation is that before the fix, the TDI would do zero to 60 at 9.75 seconds. And after the fix, it was actually faster at 9.67. 
I always love learning the numbers behind the curtain. And I find this whole episode particularly interesting. Now, VW's problem was emission related, but I think there's a new EPA story emerging that is mileage reporting related. And that's the whole story of our beloved stop-start systems. In the EPA's urban and highway fuel economy test, the urban section contains a significant amount of stopping and starting. The vehicle manufacturers know that the mileage numbers on the window sticker can help sell their cars. So vehicle manufacturers have created start-stop systems to shut the engine down at stoplights and other idling periods to boost their mileage. And depending on the drive cycle, these systems can deliver a four to 5% gain in mileage. But vehicle manufacturers have gotten a lot of flack from vehicle owners who think the start-stop systems in heavy traffic situations are real pains. So they've made it possible to turn the systems off. Now, most of the on-off circuits are unlatched. In other words, they return to the on position every time the car is started. And the reason for that is that the EPA gives 100% credit for the mileage effects of the start-stop system if the system is unlatched, but they will average the results of, the ru of running the car with the system fully on and then doing it again with the system fully off if the system can stay in the off position. Presumably, of course, the vehicle meets emission regulations in both the on and off positions. But there's a little secret, I think, that is emerging from these start-stop systems, and that is that battery degradation in many start-stop vehicles is occurring in situations where the drive cycle is such that you have a lot of starts and stops during a short commute to work. So the battery life may be shortened by cycling, and the system will shut itself off to assure that energy remains in the battery. So whether you are turning the system off or it's turning itself off, the mileage reported during the EPA test is not really occurring in the real world. Now, don't get me wrong here. It's not that people are not working on this. A lot of great engineering is going on. A lot of manufacturers are upgrading to absorb glass mat batteries or AGMs that can handle the starter loads plus handle the other electrical loads of the vehicle when the engine is stopped. But people are debating now reports of early degradation of AGM batteries and other tests showing that a pretty significant charge acceptance reduction is happening over the warranty period of some vehicles with start-stop. Others are taking a different technological approach. Companies are introducing ultra-capacitors that specialize in quick energy releases uh, and then energy starts coupled with standard batteries to handle the other electrical loads. So capacitors can build up faster and discharge more often without degradation allowing the standard battery to maintain a higher percentage of overall charge and avoid those deep cycle discharges that ruin battery life. The challenge here, of course, is to get the volume of the ultra caps up to reduce their cost. So a combination of the ultra capacitor and a standard lead acid battery is cost effective. The opportunity, I think, for shops is this. Become electrification experts. Electric power is coming to pumps, to compressors, even turbochargers, uh, and electric knowledge will be the differentiator for you in the future. Study battery alternatives and look for aftermarket installation opportunities for ultra capacitors, especially for those customers who are operating package delivery vans or other vehicles that see a lot of stopping and starting. I think you'll be glad you did. All the best to you. Take care. 
Hey, thanks, Derek. Would you like a podcast collector's coffee mug and a mouse pad? Go to remarkableresults.biz slash swag. Enter the password wisdom. Good luck. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Find all Remarkable Results podcast content at RemarkableResults.biz. Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.